every Friday night after the League of Ireland games, a place for you to come to give your opinion to Ben. There's a little button down on the left-hand corner where you can say that you want to talk. Catch League of Ireland late night, Friday nights at 10 on Twitter Spaces. Follow at Off The Ball. Time to talk rugby. Alan Quinlan, good morning. Morning, Adrian. How are you? Flying it. I went to look up your Twickenham record last night. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't one. No, there isn't really. No. I was surprised. <laughs> yeah, I know. I never never played against England there. Um, played with Munster, Munster there and played a, a charity match there. That's it, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, is that... Um, you, I, am I right to say you only played England once in your career? Um, According to the stats I looked at last night, you were you came off the bench. I think in maybe two thousand and three, Lansdowne. That was the Grand Slam game. Yeah, that yeah. was it. I think. Yeah, that's um, because like it's. Uh, I think that people have sort of maybe over the last twenty years, right, like moved into a more of a calm space when it comes to playing England. We still want to beat them, but we're not as sort of riled up. But would that have been a big regret for you? Um, yeah, it would have. It would have, no doubt. Um, I think it's probably a regret that I didn't play more for Ireland, uh, not just against England. Um, obviously, it's uh, it's something that um, you want to play in those big games in Twickenham um, and at home as well. You know, so they're they're they've always been a top side, and they're probably uh, they're they're the biggest side that that Ireland can play against. Bar you know, they play the All Blacks. Um, so the rivalry there is, is is phenomenal, really. And England have always been the, the powerhouse, haven't they? Yeah, and, and uh, we could see some of that again this weekend, of course, uh, despite form lines, maybe. Uh, let's talk about Ireland, though, first of all. like uh, Peter Armani obviously named Quinny. Um, some surprise, maybe, at his inclusion, and I'm sure Paul O'Connell had a big say in it. Is it as simple as a line-out operator and is going to, a lot of chat about rook speed, is going to impact that in a big way, both in attack and defence? Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's as simple as um, as just uh, his, his line-out ability. Um, you mentioned Paul there. There's always reasons that uh, sometimes people, people don't see and coaches have hunches or they've seen stuff in training that's, that's happening and... Um, one of the areas that that Ireland kind of struggled with was um, was the lineout in Paris, and it wasn't just the. You know, I think Ireland only lost two or three lineouts, um, but it was it was the manner and the ones they won. They weren't that clean and, and cohesive. And there's one thing about Peter Romani when he goes up in the lineout, he usually wins ball very very clean from that middle to the back of the lineout, and and that's where Ireland want to attack off, and it's the best place to. To kind of get ball off to the top to launch an attack play, and um, but I think he's played very well this season for Munster. He's been superb right from the start of the season. Um, his form has been really good. Um, Andy Farrell has spoken about his leadership, so um, a little bit taken, a little bit surprised by it um, because of Conan Doris and Van der Fleer, the way they played so well together in November. But there's a big impact coming off the bench and that will be needed in Twickenham. So having Conan, Henderson, Kilcoyne, um, you know, Robbie Henshaw coming off the bench, that's what you want. You want that impact. And that's probably an area in the last couple of years that Ireland have struggled a little bit, um, particularly in the games over in Twickenham that we've lost. Uh, so it's, I think he uh, he's obviously done enough in training to, to and in the Italian match to show that this is this is the way they want to go, and um, that breakdown as well. And I think he's 
historically in the last number of years, he's caused problems for that English line-out. Mm. Um, he's got at their ball and I think that's probably, you know, one or two steals can change a match in a line-out. So um, that is his big strength. And at the breakdown, I think Colin obviously is, you know, probably his big strength is his ball and hand in the wider channels. He's very quick and, and, and evasive in what he does. But um, O'Mahony has to have a big performance now because the coaches have backed him. Is there any sense that the fact that it's in Twickenham, like if it was a horses for courses selection, let's say, if let's say the game was in Dublin, would you expect Conan to play? Um, not necessarily. If you go back to 2017, as I said, when, when England came um, <coughs> trying to win a championship and Peter O'Mahony, I think it was Jamie Heaslip pulled out and O'Mahony ended up starting and he terrorised the, the, the English line out and ended up getting picked on the lines on the back of it, captaining the lines. So not necessarily, I think there's probably uh, food for thought on what they're doing. Um, mm. There's no guarantee that, that that works out, but I just think he's, you know, he's world-class in that lineup. And I, and I really, I really put a lot of stock in, in having um, really line out intelligence there from, from someone like Peter who can, can get at their line out and, and frustrate them and, 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 stop their flow of their ball and, and steal a couple of balls. So it, there's every chance it could have happened if he was at home as well. Um, he has a lot of leadership and he's delivered consistently for Ireland. Um, Conan's probably a better ball carrier, gets the ball in his hands more often, which, you know, can be a negative if, 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 if we're talking about ball carrying after the game because you have to remember Ireland are down Andrew Porter and Ronan Keller as well, who were so prominent in, in carrying the ball in November for Ireland. So it's it's there's a little bit of risk there from a ball carrying point of view, but uh, my view is it's 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 down to really go after that 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 England set piece line out and breakdown. That question of physicality is going to be probably one of the, the first pieces of analysis after the game tomorrow. And uh, Eddie Jones has been talking about it in the build-up to the game, obviously. He says that if you look at Ireland's record, they haven't played against South Africa since 2017. We played against South Africa last year and did well in those physical stakes, so we intend to really take it to them. He went on to say that Ireland haven't played a team uh, like us before. They haven't played South Africa since 17. He said again, we play with a physicality that they haven't seen before. And I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do on Saturday. So is that true, Alan? That, that Ireland just haven't seen what England are going to bring tomorrow? Well, we did beat them last year in the, the, la the Six Nations, didn't we? In Dublin. So it's kind of, uh, he's clutching at straws there, I think. Um, of course, it's relevant, um, that physicality. And you don't get that um, off every team, the same kind of aggression and, and power that you get from South Africa. But uh, it's a bit of an insult on New Zealand as well in November, isn't it? They're an incredibly physical side, New Zealand, every time you play them. So um, maybe he's saying he's the England side that came to Dublin last year weren't weren't a physical side, which a um, bit of a contradiction, to be honest. But he's just trying to get it out there that um, England are going to go after Ireland physically. They've always done that, historically. It doesn't matter. In, it, they've had this... Kind of before last year's results, I think it was four losses we had, um, two in Twickenham, three in Twickenham and one in Dublin. One of them was a World Cup warm-up game, um, an Autumn Nations and a Six Nations game. And they were very, very dominant and stopped Ireland right on the game line. 
and you go back to 2019, Owen, that, that's where it kind of started, that bad run mm. for Ireland after an incredible 2018. England came to Dublin and um, just smashed Ireland on the game line and slowed their ball down, got in their faces. Um, Ireland's box-kicking game, they they got loads of English players back around the, the, the chasers and the, the receiver and just frustrated Ireland. Tactically, they were very good at doing that. So, you know, it is going to be a factor, that physicality. They are going to try and uh, out-muscle Ireland. Um, I think Otoje can be so devastating at times against teams, but that can be a weakness for him as well because he gives away so many penalties. So Mathieu Reynald, the French referee, he's very, very strict. He's not afraid to give big calls away from home. Um, they've got to make sure, Ireland themselves has got to make sure that they bring an intensity that's that's evident from the get-go. Um, you know, they've got to win that line-out, get that scrum right, make that first big tackle because, you know, in the last couple of times over in Twickenham, it's it's England have been imposing themselves and it's not a surprise that Eddie Jones is saying that and it's, it'll be no surprise to the Irish players um, and, it, and it is a small concern still. I wouldn't say a big concern. I think this team will be probably more capable of dealing with that and they're, they're in better shape Um but it is still something that would concern and worry me, that physicality that Laws, Atoje, Genge, Sinclair, you know, Tom Curry, these players can bring. Mm-hmm. Like Andy Farrell, sorry, Adrian, Andy Farrell's response to that kind of conversation is really interesting as well. Like he, he was making the point that it becomes a trap. You fall into the trap of thinking we need to be more physical. And even if you bring more physicality, your performance level actually drops off. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's been intelligent as well about what they do. You know, Ireland at, at times have, have kind of ran into brick walls off slow possession. Um, you know, it's down to the halfback, Gibson Park, his kicking game, Johnny Sexton's kicking game, um, you know, Bundyaki making those carries, getting over the game line, trying to get into that pocket where Marcus Smith is, um, going after his channel, if you like, and, um, Henry Slade, that's, you just kind of have to be on the front foot. I think, can Ireland stop their maul and their scrum? Of course they can. But I think when when, when Ireland maul themselves, they've got to be just that bit more aggressive um, and and just energetic about what they're doing. And, you know, it, it sometimes every team goes out to be physical and to try and impose themselves in, 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 in rugby on, but um, for Ireland, it's about rugby intelligence here and just doing the right thing, making good decisions and being really efficient, particularly around that breakdown, um, not getting counter You know, sometimes we, we talk about the physicality in Paris and, and the impact of, of a really big French side. Ireland were just a little bit lacklustre at times, um, a little bit high in their application at the breakdown and got counter particularly for that Sarah Boy try. Um, so it's just... It's just being really aware of it. Um, they won't vary away from their game plan or what they're trying to do. They'll they'll know what they want to try and do this this, this Saturday. Um, but sometimes it's just about having that little bit of doggedness and and being really really determined to get a performance and being able to roll up the sleeves and then you can play rugby. Um, if England smash Ireland early on, the crowd will get behind them. You know that's really important that England or, or Ireland try and get on the front foot early, impose themselves, get get an early score in the game and settle down and then just try and play 
there's absolutely no doubt on that this is going to be a physical game for Ireland. Um, and there's still, you know, probably those questions that Eddie Jones is raising. Can Ireland cope with that? Well, we'll know tomorrow. I think they're capable of it. Um, Porter and Keller are out of the side are, you know, that they're a loss. Those two guys are a loss. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Clive Woodward has an interesting piece in the Mail this morning, Quinny, where he talks about uh, Andy Farrell and the mistake and Mike Catt, the mistake that the RFU made in 2015 by letting them go. How made, how motivated are the two of them by going back here to... Uh, he talks about the, the strengths of the Farrell game that is now coming to fruition. Uh, Paul Schmidt, the Wigan-style uh, play almost that he's instilled with this Ireland team. How motivated will he be to go back to Twickenham and get the win? Very motivated for obvious reasons, I think. But, you know, that success and that kind of positive talk is, it can be cyclical sometimes. And, you know, if you go back you know, 14, 15 months ago, Andy Farrell, Mike Hatt, these guys were under pressure here. So it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it, it, it happens when you're on a good run. You know, Eddie Jones is under a fair bit of pressure. Um, a lot of ex-players in England and Ireland and are saying Ireland are going to win this game. I'm very, very nervous about kind of buying into that. I think Ireland should be confident and should expect to go and win there, given the status of where their team is. But um, for Andy Farrell and my cat, yeah, going back to your 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 home country and trying to get a performance, I think it's it puts Ireland in a great position, maybe of of challenging for the Six Nations next week and mentally that the growth of this team. I think it would be really important. We've had many conversations about what happened the last time in, in 2018. It isn't the be-all and end-all. But I've said this before the start of Six Nations. What's a, a positive return for for, for Ireland? Um, well, winning the three home games and getting results in either France or, or, or England. And we've lost the France game, um, only lost by six points. There was a lot of positives to come out of that. A lot of uh, optimism to come out of, mm. of when you analyse some of the mistakes but I think this team needs a performance now tomorrow Andy Farrell needs a performance Mike Cat does and the players themselves just to to really believe that they're on the right path and they're they're building and, and a lot of the good work that they've done is doesn't come undone Will they get the result? Um, I think so um, I think it's it's going to be a very tough tough game it mightn't be pretty um, but I think they're, they're certainly capable of doing that and, and I would be confident that they can win there there's, there's one part of me then kind of says well uh, it's going to be really difficult but I just don't think this English team is as strong as the teams that have beaten Ireland in the last couple of years over there um, and that's the reality and I think this Irish team is, is, is probably playing better and attacking more and has, has more of a spring in its step in one word answer Wales or France you say I'm stupid but I'm going to go for Wales I think France may just come unstuck they're, they're an incredibly good side but I just think Wales a couple of players back um, Jonathan Davies back at 12 even though he hasn't been playing well Navidi I just think they they may surprise a few people tonight wow that has whetted the appetite in a big way come on enjoy the games over the weekend 